Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. And this segment, which we have uh, frequently, is In the Weeds with Valiant. And that means we're back with my co-host, Chris Tanglia, who's going to be giving us an update on the whole marijuana industry and construction. Welcome back, Chris. Thanks, Jeff. Yep, industry is definitely taking a turn in multiple different directions. It's totally different than anything we've ever expected. Um, just from being in the niche business from 10 years ago to today, totally, totally different, different states coming online. Um, the availability of money right now, especially with the the, the compression of, of availability of capital and then the, the increase in interest rates, it's put a lot of pressure on a lot of these businesses to, to expand and then the new businesses coming in. For sure. yes, yes, since it is a very much a early curve entrepreneurial industry, I bet you the higher interest rates are affecting a lot of people who are in the startup mode. Oh yeah, um, it's affecting them. It's difficult to, to get funding before you'd have a good business plan with a good grower and um, uh, you'd have an LOI on a property and people would, friends, family, other investors would would help you start up. But now those people aren't doing that anymore. They haven't seen a really return on most of their investments. Um, and they feel like a lot of the investors are fatigued. But then the people got a little worried when they said that the cannabis space was going to be federally, federally regulated with, with banking. And it's scared off a lot of investors. It's a very difficult market to, to get into right now. You know, I was just hearing a few weeks ago that, you know, that whole debate of it seems to be percolating again of it's going to go federal seems to be. And if anything, if it creates a phobia because it makes people not move because you don't know what ground you're playing on. Is that correct? That's from what we understand and what we see. That's exactly correct. I mean, the people that are running uh, that are, have well-run businesses are doing very well, um, but it's very difficult to expand because they, they have their business perfectly well-run. Everything's tuned in and they want to expand but they just don't know what the the, the demand for the product is going to be. I mean, you've seen in Massachusetts, the wholesale prices have came down dramatically across the board. A lot of cultivations came online. A lot of dispensaries came online. So it's that finding that weird balance of a new industry with now an abundance of product and abundance of places to sell it. So it's a, a very interesting scenario that I don't think anybody ever seen coming. Well, again, uh, maybe I've been living in a bubble. I I actually have been living in a bubble. You know about my bubble and uh, I'm the bubble boy. And, you know, I was in New York frequent, uh, recently and we talked about this on the weekend. Uh, it seemed like there was a marijuana dispensary, at least one on every block, sometimes two. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and somebody said to me, that's where all American cities are going. So we really are looking at a whole new wave of construction in many levels. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, the biggest thing for us as the construction side of it is going into the newer states that are coming online. Um, we just opened up a Florida office and have our construction licenses down there. Florida um, started out huge with a, with a bunch of different dispensaries, a bunch of different cultivations. It had to be vertically integrated. And now the Florida is kind of back up on the upswing. So we're, we've kind of centralized and, and put a lot of our resources down there to start building there as well. Um, New Jersey just came online, which is nice because there's not a lot of New York, it's it's technically not available just yet, even though New York City proper, there's some very weird laws of of how cannabis is getting sold. But when it's actual come when it comes down to the actual licenses, New Jersey's kind of on its own. It's on the, the coast and a little bit different because there's not a lot of states that can get in there. 
So they do have a, a little bit of a stronghold, and it's just the infancy of that stage. So it's reminding us a lot of Massachusetts, and we have multiple projects down there, which are hopefully going to be very successful. Well, do you think, again, uh, do you think we're going to start seeing in a lot of cities what we see in New York? I assume San Francisco's that way. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, they're, they have a pretty good regulation on it. Uh, the legal market on most of the other cities and most of the other uh, states are there's specific areas that they put them in. It's a little bit more regulated. New York, uh, for lack of a better term, it's kind of a free for all. Um, there's not a lot of you, you've heard about the very interesting laws of of the, the way you can get charged for criminal actions and things like that. It's a very strange um, environment just in general. Uh, being able to shoplift and not get caught and now being able to sell cannabis without a license. It's, it's very strange. Wow. So that's, but it's really the only state that, and, and the only city that that's happening in, in our opinion. Well, again, uh, you're in the construction end of the business. And so you work for all these growers and, and farmers and, and retailers and, and sellers uh, and the rules around construction are very different than just building a normal commercial facility. Uh, that both makes your job, I would assume, a little bit more difficult, but also makes you unique, correct? Very much so. So our job is incredibly complicated, being able to have conduct the engineers, architects, civil engineers, structural engineers, and keep everybody all on the same page and make sure that everybody understands the way, the, the one common goal to be able to make this facility work perfectly. It's not like an office space where if an air conditioning goes down, People are are fine. They're going to complain, but they're going to be fine at the end of the day. If it's seventy, if it's eighty degrees inside of a building, they're going to have a like not as a productive work day, and they're going to be they're going to be complaining. But if it's eighty degrees in a facility, your plants are dead. So there's a totally different aspect of making sure that everything works perfectly. And then the other aspect is there's a huge push on sustainability that's coming in to, to, to all the new construction. So we have to be up on the cutting edge of being able to, to use alternative energy, find out where the energy is coming from, being able to use the, the the stretch code and making sure that the HVAC units, which take a lot of the energy and a lot of the, 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 the power from the facility to make sure that those are, are, are being used more efficiently to use less electricity because there's a lot of incentives out there. And for those listening, Chris doesn't just talk, talk, uh, he walked through my house and probably knew more about the construction of my house than anyone I've ever brought through my house who was not informed, just guessed by looking. Your eyes tell you the whole story. But it is a tough business because you can't cut corners at all, and neither can the people who retain you, correct? Correct. As soon as you cut the corners, that's when things start to fail. Um, and there's very specific areas that you can cut. Um, again, we like to say your office space, people are resilient, plants are not. So when it comes to, you have your, your cultivation areas and then you have your office space, you can cut the corners in your office space, um, but you can't really do it in the, in the cultivation side of it. Well, you know, most industries have a character, a personality to it. You know, you look at attorneys, you look at doctors, at mm-hmm. accountants, uh, the marijuana industry has a personality. Yes, very much so. It has a bear of a personality. Without getting in trouble, slander, can you describe that for us? Uh, erratic. Just wow. a very erratic personality. There's Every grower has its own way of growing. Every owner has its own mentality of, of owning. Every 
person that's in charge of the construction has its own way of constructing because they've all built construction before, but not this. There's this, and then each lender has its own mind of how they want to lend the, the 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 money or the equity portion of it. And then you, this is really the only business that we've done construction in where there's multiple owners that all have this exact same say and what needs to happen in the facility. So they all are <laughs> they all are just as powerful. Typically, whenever you're building a normal facility anywhere else, you're dealing with one person. And that one person makes the, the decisions for that particular portion of the project. Then cannabis, it is all over the place. You don't know which way to go sometimes. So you have to be rigid in the construction sense, mm-hmm. but a psychologist on the behavioral side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Flexibility is the key to dealing with a very diverse client base. And you're, that's what you're saying to me. It's a very diverse and unpredictable group. Very much so. Um, very unpredictable. But then you get, we have some absolutely wonderful clients that we get along with and are that, that listen to what we have to say. And we listen to what they have to say. There's no problems. But then there's obviously a lot of other clients that are either coming into the space or have been in the space that just, they change your mind a lot. It's a very, um, very unique industry when it comes to that. And for our listeners, the In the Weeds uh, segments with Valiant are going to be with us all year long. And Chris is going to be bringing a different people from the industry, political and economic from all ends of the spectrum so that we can stay informed on this category. But Chris, before that, if somebody wants to learn more about you and Valiant, how would they reach you? You always call me on my cell phone, 617-462-7895. Again, 617-462-7895. And then you can always go to our website at valiant-america.com. That's great. And I look forward to our next segment with Chris and In the Weeds on radio entrepreneurs.